There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. And a machine it is. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and things are ramping up, aren't they? Oh, my goodness. This is just getting crazy. And if I had to say it myself, the storm has arrived. If you don't know what that means, that is a reference to Donald Trump's October 17th, 2017 uh, statement that he made at a uh, command and control dinner with military brass at the White House. He was surrounded by military officers and made a gesture into the sky, which formed a cue, and asked reporters, do you know what this is? And they said, no, Mr. President, what? And he said, it is the calm before the storm. And they said, what storm, Mr. President? And he said, you'll find out. And that has led as one of the leading slogans for the QAnon movement that has uh, been going on for quite some time. And there is some bit of silence. But now it seems that uh, Trump is uh, associating back with the Q movement. And today we have this uh, Yahoo News article, Trump accused of using QAnon theme song in campaign video. That's not an accident. And for those that don't know, Trump uh, used, posted a campaign video just hours after the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Now, what was interesting is he actually released this video a day before to a private select audience before the raid had ever happened. And in the video, it transitions from black and white to color, which is Dark Delight, the name of the show. And that is another slogan reference to the QAnon community. And uh, it starts out with thunderstorms, representing the storm. And then halfway through the video, it transitions into a song by Richard Feelgood, which is, uh, well, a QAnon, or a Q, music producer, who does all of his music uh, mostly instrumental, but pertaining to Q, the storm, and so forth. And that song was called Where We Go When We Go All. Now, if you don't know where that slogan came from as well, that was from The Bell on John F. Kennedy's Yacht. And John F. Kennedy had a yacht and a big old golden bell that said, where we go one, we go all. And this was also used in the 1990s movie. Um, man, what was the name of the movie? I'm trying to think of it now. Jeff Bridges was in it. But I think it was called uh, The Storm or something like that. But uh, The Storm is coming. And now we are seeing Trump make references to The Storm. A few weeks ago at one of his rallies, he said, The Storm is coming. Um, if you look at what we call timestamps, and this is kind of like when they post and the pertinent information within those posts and how those relate to various different Q posts. By the way, there's almost, uh, you know, there's like 5,000 Q posts. Is that they timestamps will pertain to a specific Q post, and you'll find context in the Donald Trump or the Dan Scavino posts that they make that direct relately relately bug bunny here that uh, directly relate to the context in the post to the context in the Q post. So 
Um, there is no coincidences in the sense that this is just happenstance. They are communicating with people through these types of uh, ventures. And for four years of the Q movement, when Q was posting on a regular basis, Q showed how he communicated. And who is Q? I, I don't know. I have my, uh, my thoughts, my perspectives. Well, how did Q come about? Well, I have a very good idea about that. That is something I've heavily researched. And I've talked about it before on this show, and it has to deal with the stealing of nuclear secrets from our United States military and a few people getting involved and starting to understand that there is a deep state built out within the United States of America that is seeking to destroy the United States of America. And this has everything to do with the global cabal and everything else that comes about. And now we have the raid on Mar-a-Lago and the rumor is on the street, and this is coming from various uh, people involved in the investigation as well as sources that we have seen. And I'm going to get into a little bit of this, that the FBI was looking for classified nuclear documents at Mar-a-Lago. Now, this is interesting because just yesterday on MSNBC, they were talking about, and this is what they do. You got to remember how they utilize the narrative, right? They set a narrative through mainstream media and it gets propagated through an echo chamber of multiple different stations. And they set it into the mindset that, hey, this man was doing this thing. And this is what our sources say. And they were setting it up that Donald Trump was trying to sell classified secrets, and they proposed the question multiple times. And now we're hearing from various people involved in the investigation of the FBI that they were looking for classified nuclear documents. Even some people saying the nuclear access codes to launch nukes. Um, this is interesting because after January 20th, the rumor was that Donald Trump left the White House with what's known as the nuclear football. A lot of people believe that he was still president of the United States and that he was going to retain that power. Uh, whether that's true or not, that's mere speculation. Uh, the information coming out today is mere speculation. Did the FBI plant evidence at Mar-a-Lago? It's a very good possibility. We know how corrupt the DOJ is, the FBI is. We know to the extremes that they would go to take Donald Trump down because they understand that they need to retain and regain power in the midterm elections. And we understand that this is a war. Which means, if this is a war, and this is occurring on this level, then what we begin to see is it spill out into the public. And I only mention the Q thing, because I know a lot of people like roll their eyes when I say the Q thing. Um, I, I will tell you from 10 years in the United States military, from doing, dealing in intelligence, cybersecurity, from dealing in all the aspects of my life experiences, it is 100% completely real and associated in some way, shape, or form with Donald Trump. There is just too many similarities to say that it's not. And the things that are happening now are directly related to this, where Trump and Scavino and these other people that are close to Donald Trump are pointing back to the references of these various posts, which tells us that they're ready to fight back. And I don't mean in a physical battle, in a kinetic battle. I mean fight back. Now, um, we had the reawakening tour going on in Batavia. I was supposed to be there this weekend. I couldn't make it. Um, I know Clay Clark, we had him on the show a few weeks ago. 
Um, I've been to multiple of the reawakening tours. I know the majority of the speakers there. If you're down there, I hope you're having a fantastic time. I hope you're having an absolute great time. Um, shout out to all my friends uh, that are out there at the reawakening tour. If anybody is listening, I'm pretty sure somebody is listening. They're probably, they got the Batavia and they're all like, Hey, what do we listen to over here? They're probably like WYSL, man. That's, that's the, the number one radio station out here for, uh, for Christians and conservatives. And they're probably all listening right now going, Oh my God, that, that's Josh from the red pill project on his show, dark delight. All right. So Mel K, Charlie Ward, Eric Trump, General Flynn, everybody out there. I hope you guys are having a fantastic time, and I hope you guys rock the house. Um, and now there is going to be some pushback. I guess there is a whole bunch of protesters that are headed that way. And uh, But I guess they have a surprise guest, and, and the rumor is a surprise guest could be accompanying Eric Trump. So we know that Donald is in Bedminster, New Jersey. He's very, very close. I, I, I don't know. I know Clay's been trying to get Donald Trump for a long time to show up at these events. It's a possibility. Um, I wouldn't hold my breath on it, but it's a possibility. Um, so, and by the way, the importance of those types of events is incredibly important because what it does is it gives you a wide range perspective on multiple avenues of what is happening in the world. Not everybody that gets up there is going to be, you know, giving what is actually happening, but only their perspective of information they've received. Not all the information they received is is truthful or factual. It might be speculation, but they are very, very clear when they get up on that stage and tell you that. But one of the most important things that's come out of the reawakening tour is the the aspect of the COVID vaccine and the COVID virus itself. And we've had multiple various doctors speak at these events. And I'm telling you, these people are spot on. Some of them are my good friends, Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Stella Emanuel, uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood. And they've treated countless thousands of people for COVID. And now they're helping people get through various different vaccine injury. And what we're finding out about the vaccine injury, and you can see this in, in various reports that are coming out. These are New England Journal of Medicine reports that are coming out. Is that one out of every 800 people who are triple vaxxed or vaxxed and double boosted are finding to have various adverse effects. Anywhere from myocarditis, strokes, high blood pressure, pericarditis. Uh, we have uh, neurological problems that are arising, skin problems. One of the other effects of this is shingles. Shingles, and if you've had various types of hepatitis or herpes vaccines, these things can actually represent themselves because there's a, what we're finding out is there's a suppression within the immune system. There's an immunodeficiency that's actually created <clears throat> by the vaccine. This comes about through something by the, um, a doctor by the name of Gert Vandenbosch. If you guys don't know who this guy is, I know it's hard. I can't spell his name for you. Gert Vandenbosch. He's a German. He worked for, he ran the vaccination program for the German government. He ran the vaccination program for Gavi, which is a foundation funded by the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. He worked, uh, he was the head of vaccination and immunology for Merck Pharmaceuticals in all of Europe. This is the subject matter expert probably on the planet in vaccinology and immunology. And he came out on Dell Bigtree's uh, show about two and a half years ago, and he discussed how this vaccine is what's called a leaky vaccine. And basically what happens is when it gets injected into you, it breaks the blood-brain barrier. And so most vaccines, when they get injected into you, they stay right there within the fat cells and they interact with the fat cells, and that allows them to produce 
the antibodies right there without getting into your bloodstream. This one, for some reason, busts through that and gets into your bloodstream and begins to wreak havoc. And we can talk about more of that and a lot of this other stuff and really what's coming and how this is going to play out with the elections and various other aspects of the plan to take back America, to save America. We'll be right back with more Dark Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. <laughs> I like, I like Bob's choice of songs there. All right, so in the finish up on the vaccine thing, so Gert Vanden Boys, he came out on Dell Big Tree's show, and he was talking about what's known as antibody dependent enhancements. And to give you a, a good explanation that he used on this show is when the vaccine bursts through the blood-brain barrier, it goes into your blood system and distributes itself to all of your internal organs. Now, the, the, the vaccine was made from the spike protein, which later on was identified as the main toxin. And this was a genetically altered spike protein of the actual virus that was actually made with tons of different genes added into it, including the HIV virus, which is kind of just absurd to even think about. Um, So what happens is, and how he explains it is, this thing goes in there and it starts settling 
within all of your organs and it starts developing antibodies. Now the antibodies are basically, think about it like this, like an offensive line for a football team, but they only defend against a certain defense. That defense is only one team and that's the original COVID virus that the spike protein was designed to protect against. Which means that if you have a new team, a new defensive team come in, it doesn't defend against them. It actually blocks your actual um, immune system from fighting off. So it produces immunodeficiency. And it also allows for the COVID virus to um, to get back in. And by the way, two and a half years ago, he said that you're going to see an uptick in COVID viruses, um, in COVID cases. And this is exactly what we're seeing within the vaccinated. And so... And then he said that this will also mutate and produce even more deadly viruses. And so we have this immunodeficiency that's created by this vaccine, which is just horrendous. I can't even think about it. But apparently this is only happening to people who are, are, who've had the triple, the triple treatment. Um, so, I mean, if you're one of them, what I would recommend is, is get a hold of people over at the reawakening tour, find out the doctors are in that tour and you can contact them and they can really help you out. They've been trying to develop multiple different treatments for people that have this immunodeficiency. But what we see is potentially is if another virus comes around or even the flu season, this could be the tipping point. And a lot of people could potentially perish from this earth because we know that these people that are perpetuating this agenda, including the pharmaceutical companies, are eugenicists. And they believe in depopulating the world. And that is the truth in the matter. So Enough on that. I know that's a scary topic to talk about, especially on the radio. Um, but I wanted to get into that a little bit. Okay, so Donald Trump actually posted on True Social a little while ago pertaining to the nuclear weapons rumor that's going around. He said the nuclear weapons issue is a hoax, just like Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax. Two impeachments were a hoax, and the Mueller investigation was a hoax, and much more. Same sleazy people involved. Why wouldn't the FBI allow the inspection of areas at Mar-a-Lago with our lawyers or others present? Made them wait outside in the heat. Wouldn't let them get even close. Said absolutely not. Planting information, anybody? Question mark. Reminds me of the Christopher Steele dossier. And then he spells Christopher Steele wrong. And I actually go into this on my true social account on uh, the socialredpill.com, which is our private social network. Um, and if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can you can find me on socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. Redpills.tv has us all linked up. And please subscribe to that because you can stay up to date. Um, I just got a new TikTok. Uh, you can find that information on socialredpill.com. I'm on True Social, Real Joshua Reed. But I highly recommend you, you, if you like this information and you like staying up to date with this stuff, to go ahead and follow me out there. Also, I wanted to put out this pitch is if there's any businesses or companies that are out there in Western New York or that are looking for some prime, prime time advertisement, please feel free to contact us. The best way is redpillprojectonline at gmail.com. That is one of the best email addresses to reach us at redpillprojectonline at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to it. So we have a storm coming about. And what does this mean? Well, one of the uh, sources that I have, and I don't have like these high-level sources. I, I kind of do. I have people that are one-off and two-offs from Donald Trump. And um, I, I'm in collaboration groups with a lot of people that are very well connected with the intelligence community, but I'm not going to sit here like, dude, I got a white house insider. Right. But 
the rumor is is that next week we are about to see some booms. Next week we are about to see a certain level of dissemination of information that is going to begin pointing the finger at the deep state, at the Democrats, calling out their crimes, their corruptions, the sedition and treason. Certain documents, potentially, that will ruin the Democratic Party forever. And it's going to happen over multiple weeks. Now, I've been talking about this. I was talking about this yesterday that, you know, I called this back in November of 2020 when I said Trump's going to come out with a social media platform. And then when the time is right and the world is at a point of vulnerability, they will begin a dissemination of information, whether it's Nancy Pelosi's laptop, Hunter Biden's laptop, Hillary Clinton's emails, Anthony Weiner's laptop, whatever it might be. It's going to be certain incriminating information that is going to be leaked out that the news and media cannot ignore. And it is going to be wretched for the Democrats. It is going to begin the process of taking them down and destabilizing our political infrastructure here in the United States of America. And hopefully, hopefully, allowing for no cheating to occur in the midterm elections. And we're getting uh, multiple indications of this as well. So this is just really, I, I, you know, I find it absolutely fascinating when you can look at the world and see so many hidden messages within it and you can uncover them and you can begin to follow the trail and go down that rabbit hole. And then in the future, future proves the past, you get vindicated, you get, you get verified that you were correct on your assumption. You're correct on what was happening. So absolutely crazy, but uh, it's a crazy time to be alive, isn't it? I mean, that, that's exactly it. But what else do we have? We have, uh, well, we have various other things happening. I think people are getting to this point, this breaking point, mentally, physically, emotionally. I think people are watching what are happening to our country and they're getting scared and they're seeing, hey, look, the socialists are taking over. The, the, the coup is in full force through the Democratic Party, which is now the Democratic Socialist Party. And that people are either making their own choices and decisions to take action or they're being instigated to do it through the FBI and multiple programs through the FBI have done this before or through programs like MKUltra. But we had uh, an armed man who attempted to break into the FBI building in Cincinnati. He has been identified as Ricky Schiffer. Um, He is a 42-year-old man from Columbus, Ohio, suspected to have ties to extremist groups, including the Proud Boys. There's there's nothing extreme about the Proud Boys. But, uh, hold on one second. One second. One second. Okay, hold on. I I thought I had a sneeze coming up. (laughs) The FBI did not uh, immediately return the, uh, the questions pertaining to this. This is from Axios. But Schiffer appeared to have posted messages on Truth Social, former President Trump's media platform for conservatives about attempts to gain access to the FBI building, according to the screenshots of his account, Ricky W. Schiffer Jr. And he was saying how he, uh, well, I thought I had a way through bulletproof glass, but I didn't. If you don't hear from me, um, it is true. I tried attacking the FBI and I'll mean either I was taken off the Internet, the FBI got me or they sent the regular cops 
Well, shortly after he attempted to break in, the user also called for people to prepare themselves for combat in the days after the FBI searched Mar-a-Lago residence for classified materials. He said, we must not tolerate this one. Another urged people to kill the FBI. Um, I, well, everybody here at YSL, WYSL, and then Dark Delight Show do not uh, agree with this level of violence or these types of motivations. This is absolutely ridiculous. I look at this as a false flag operation. This guy was obviously radicalized and out of his mind. And this, you know, violence isn't the answer. We have so many methods in this country to remedy what is happening. Carrie Lake of Arizona talked about it the other day pertaining to the 10th Amendment. The 10th Amendment is the catch-all for the federal government. See, the federal government was never meant to instill various laws onto the people through a blanket. Okay, the federal government was meant to basically provide a military to provide protection of rights, liberties and freedoms and to basically negotiate international trade. That was the whole roles of the federal government. And in the sense of the laws, what they've done is they produce laws that they claim protect the rights, the freedoms and liberties of the people. But when you have laws that are created that take away from the rights, the freedoms and liberties of the people. Now you have a problem. Now you have a tyranny that has occurred. But the 10th Amendment allows the states who basically formulate the federal government. It's only through the state's authority and the authority of the consent of the people in the states that the federal government has any power whatsoever. And so there's multiple different things that can occur through the 10th Amendment, whether it's a constitutional convention and two-thirds majority and the federal charter. And they basically cancel the government and create a new one, very similar to what Israel and Japan and multiple other countries have done. So there are solutions out there. So I do not condone this violence, absolutely not. And it's ridiculous that people would even think that they could take on the FBI or the military or anything like that. So, um, you know, when, when you hear things like this, try to look into it a little bit more and understand that there's probably more going on here than we really understand. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back at the Dark Delight Show, and we're talking about what is happening in the world and what is coming. And what is coming? Well, the name of this show is Dark Delight. And we know that we must move through the darkness. That evil has had its reign over this planet for a very long time, for millennia. More so, if we look back at the 20th century, we see a century of warfare, of death, of killing. Hundreds of millions of people perished through famine, war, socialism, communism in the 20th century. And when we look at this, you know, it's probably more people than in the multiple centuries before that have ever died within this level of warfare. For what? Because of ideology? The real reason is because of corporatism. The real reason is because of control, of greed, of a small group of people who wish to control and dominate the world through moving pawns on a chessboard 
and strategically positioning the world for global takeover and domination. Now, I don't have to tell you that. There is countless evidence out there, whether we look at various different families and bloodlines and the infiltration of them into our political or social or cultural systems. It's incredibly apparent. The Rockefeller family has been very, very verbal about this since the 1950s and 60s. And they were one of the founding members of what's known as the Bilderberg Group. So evil has had its reign over this planet for a very long time. And now this planet is beginning to transition. People are waking up because they're more connected than ever before. People are realizing that they've been duped. People are seeing the deception that is occurring within information from their politicians, from their leaders, from corporations. People are realizing that their water, their soil, their air is being poisoned. That their food contains dangerous chemicals and substances which produce cancer, illness, and disease which just fund the various different pharmaceutical and medical industry giants. And also put humanity into a perpetual state of slavery, of dependency upon these systems. People are seeing that something is wrong with the world. That our elections are no longer fair and truthful. That the establishment picks and selects their candidates and puts them into the places so that the policies and regulations that they wish get implemented. And those people who stand up against them, well, they get eliminated, either physically or socially. And we've seen this being done over and over and over again. We are at a crossroads in our civilization. Humanity has woken up to the devil's scheme. They are beginning to realize that this isn't just a physical battle for freedom, for liberty, but a spiritual battle. A spiritual battle to regain our sovereignty, our spiritual and physical sovereignty as people of God. People are beginning to see the light. And I typically use this metaphor that I've used multiple times before of a a seedling that is crushed down into the darkness, the coldness of the soil, and then drowned with water. I can't imagine if that seedling had feelings and senses, what it would be thinking and feeling during that time. It was just pushed down into the depths of darkness. It's cold. It's saturated with water. But then that seedling gains all of its strength and begins to push through the darkness. Begins to inch its way up, seeing nothing but more and more darkness. Till eventually, getting a glimmer of hope, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It begins to push through harder 
and harder, gaining its energy, utilizing the water that once saturated as a force, a mechanism to push through any obstacles that the darkness presents. Eventually what happens is that seedling pushes through the soil, the concrete, the rocks, whatever it might be, impeding its travels. And it pushes out into the sunlight, into the warmth, into the fresh, beautiful air. And then that seedling begins to grow. It begins to grow at amazing rates. It gets taller, it gets thicker, it gets healthier. Two little leaves turns into eight, eight in the 64. And it begins to blossom into a beautiful flower, which nourishes the environment around it, which acts as a puzzle piece to nature's mystery. And we can use that analogy to think of humanity right now, spiritually and physically, of how we're transitioning from this point of darkness, how we're pushing through all the obstacles that darkness presents. And we can all see the light. We can all see the light ahead of us and we're pushing through so that one day we as humanity can blossom. That we can be that, that peace that fits back into nature's mystery. To truly be those beings that God created us to be. No longer bound by the constraints of evil. By the devil's schemes. And it's simply a choice. It's a choice we make. To stand up for what's right, for what's good. To love one another. Not dependent upon our beliefs or ideologies. If you believe something, I accept that. As long as that belief doesn't interfere with my rights, my freedoms, my liberties. It doesn't constrain my rights, my freedoms, my liberties. See, that's the beautiful thing about being alive. About being a living being on this planet is that we have the ability to think. We have the ability to love. We have the ability to have gratitude towards others. And all of those things are simply a choice that we make. And that's the real transition of dark to light, is that choice that we make. What will you decide? How will you decide? Especially in the coming weeks days and months <clears throat> when this battle of good and evil, of dark to light rages on. There are some incredibly evil people out there right now plotting against all of us. Orchestrating a grand conspiracy to bring the United States of America to her knees. To get rid of the United States Constitution. To eliminate the people who are patriotic who love this country. And quite honestly, there's one man that's standing in their way, and that's Donald Trump. And he's taken all these slings and arrows for you and me. He's risked everything, his life, for you and me, for the future of this great country. Now, I'm not going to lie. There's many other patriots out there. There's many other people out there that are fighting, that are standing up against this tyranny and oppression. But see, 
the plan all along has been to unify you and me. Has been to wake up you and me. It's been to come to the realization that at some point we have to rise up, we have to speak up, we have to stand up. We have to do what's right in the eyes of God. We have to put on the full armor of God. See, the midterm elections are coming. And this is probably one of the most important elections in the history of the United States of America. If this election gets stolen by the Democrats, it certainly will be over for the United States of America. Probably will progress into civil war. Because I know that hundreds of millions of Americans will not accept those election results if the Democrats win. If the Republicans win in a red wave, which we know is most likely the truthful solution that's going to happen, the Democrats won't accept that. And you'll see Antifa and BLM take to the streets and begin rioting in our cities, burning down businesses, attacking people, simply because they are emotionally inept and have no other way to act in society other than through violence and anger and aggression. Man, we get another break. Man, already, that's quick. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. 
You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Man, Bob is on fire with that music today, isn't he? Man, I love the music. All right, so I was kind of in a, a good monologue there, man, and I was I was in the zone. I was in the zone. I was feeling it. That's what I love about doing live shows is that you, you get into this zone and you get to capture that, that moment of where those words just all come together and formulate that truth. It's kind of like someone else is speaking through you, and it just flows out. It's amazing. But see, when we go back to the narrative, the Democrats are setting the narrative. Right now, if you go back six months, you're going to see multiple mainstream media articles about how the Republicans are going to take the House and the Senate, how they're leading in all the polls. Now, we're seeing this from uh, the 538 Project, Democrats are slightly favored to win the Senate. The deluxe version of our model simulates the election 40,000 times to see which party wins the Senate most often. This sample of 100 outcomes gives you an idea of a range of scenarios the model considers possible. Republicans win 39 in 100. The Democrats win 61 in 100. Now, I don't know what analytics they're utilizing for this model. Um, but I think this is absolutely absurd. <laughs> because what they are really doing is setting the narrative. They're trying to put it into the minds of the people. They're setting the seeds within the minds of the people that, well, the reason the Democrats won the Senate is because they said that they're going to win the Senate. They started leading the polls back in August, remember? Guys, there is absolutely no way in hell the Democrats can win any majority. The Senate? Absolutely not. The only reason that there is a 50-50 split right now in the Senate is because they stole two Senate seats in Georgia. They literally stole it right in front of the people. We watched it real in live time. The runoff elections. And you know what? You had the spineless Republican candidates who were part of the good boys clubs right there who didn't do anything about it. They allowed it to happen and took their payoffs. And see, isn't that part of the problem? Is they haven't only infiltrated the left. They've also infiltrated the right. you got to remember, most of the draconian rules, laws, and regulations that have come about through this country were implemented in the 1990s and the early 2000s by Republicans. We called them neocons back then, neoconservatives, right? They were anything but a new conservative. They were anything but Republican. They were fascists. You had the whole era of Daddy Bush, right? George Sheriff. You guys know that that the story of uh, Daddy Bush and George Sheriff? The rumor is, is that George Herbert Walker Bush was actually a German pilot that was shot down and captured by America and then brought over through Project Paper, Paperclip. A guy by the name of George Sheriff, who was a member of the Nazi SS, it's an interesting story. I got old documents on it. Um, I, I don't know if there, if it's just speculation or any relevance to it. But one thing we do know 
is that Herbert Walker and Prescott Bush, who were business partners, orchestrated to fund the Nazis. Isn't that interesting? We're going to go to the lines real quick. John from Rochester. John, what's up, my man? Hey, hey, Josh. You know, it was unfortunate about that attack on uh, the FBI office in Cincinnati. But I got to tell you, what what about in, in the media, as you see, is blowing this up like everybody, conservatives, Republicans, are inciting this. What about Antifa? What about Black Lives Matter? I mean, this, they've been on the warpath for the last couple of years, uh, 2020 being the, uh, the the pinnacle. It's unbelievable that uh, the outrage in the media doesn't go against go against that. And I'll tell you, I actually witnessed after a Black Lives uh, Black Lives uh, Matter rally in Rochester. I think it was May in 2020, where a group of black thugs with two by fours pummeled a white couple. I saw oh, it. Man. It's, it was unbelievable. There's not a word about it in, in the newspapers. Nothing. Nothing's discussed on that speci- specific incident, let alone uh, all the other incidents, in, incidents that take place like that. It's unbelievable. The media is our enemy. It's not the Democrats. It's not the, it's not the leftists. It's the media. If the media re- would report fairly uh, the left would be called out for all this stuff. Well, you know, I, I agree with you to a degree. But we have to understand that the media has been infiltrated and controlled by the multinationalists, by the corporations, by the globalists, right? If we look at the media in the United States of America, or globally, for instance... We find that they are controlled by less than six corporations, and each one of the majority stockholders in those six corporations are BlackRock and Vanguard. Now, Vanguard is a public or is a privately controlled company. We don't know who their shareholders are, although a lot of people own a share of Vanguard, very very small percentage, because it is one of the top uh, ones that are utilized for 401k mutual funds. But at the top, you have these investors that are part of this board of directors that put billions and billions of dollars into Vanguard and they control what happens. And see, they've centralized power and control in communication and media within this world. That is how they are orchestrating and implementing this plan. So this means that right now they're utilizing the left to propagate their agenda. Okay, great. So they're utilizing the left. And so this means that when BLM and Antifa, who are George Soros-funded organizations, are out there wreaking havoc, you're not going to hear anything about it. And that's the exact truth. Because they don't want that in the public perception. Well, I've talked to you before about what I do. I probably send out 20 to 25 emails per week to reporters, national and local reporters, on some of the biased stories, pointing out the... uh, the bias and uh, in, in their stories, uh, I sometimes get responses, some, sometimes not. But I, I got to tell you one thing: one of the big bias uh, media outlets here in Rochester, of course, is the Democrat and Chronicle, and I've dealt with uh, many of the reporters, and, and sometimes we get some good dialogue going back and forth. Uh, but also WXXI, the NPR station here in Rochester, I propose, and I have contact with them through email i they won't take my calls anymore on the air uh for for a couple reasons number one i'm a trump supporter number number two 
I disagree with them on man-made climate change. But I propose when the Republicans take the House of Representatives is to cut off all funding to NPR unless they reform their, uh, their, the people in that corporation. Well, and, and they're not going to do anything about it, though. They don't care what people say, and that's what you're finding out, and that's what you understand is they don't care what people say, and that's the unfortunate part. And so, you know, the people used to be a big part of the media, and the media used to have a duty to report truth. But that all changed under Barack Obama. Under Barack Obama, he came out, produced an executive order that basically said that the media can lie to the people, and this is exactly what we're seeing now. And this is why we're in a war of information warfare, psychological warfare. This is why we must stand strong. Dark Delight, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you Monday with another episode. Take care. Have a great day. Have an amazing weekend. We'll see you soon. Thank you.